you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. 2017 Pro Bowl vote is here. It's time to vote for the NFL's best players to earn their spot at Pro Bowl, where the best meets the next. Help your favorite player earn a coveted spot on the Pro Bowl roster. Vote today at NFL.com slash Pro Bowl vote. And now, move the sticks with Daniel Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks. What's up, everybody? DJ Bucky here, Move the Sticks. And uh, we're going to call this a bonus episode, Buck. That's right, extra. A little extra, a little extra. extra. We, uh, we had an episode yesterday, so this is going to be an abbreviated uh, episode. But what we're going to do is touch on these Thanksgiving Day games. we got yeah. some, some good NFL games, three games to look at. And then uh, we're going to jump right into some college stuff because we have got a huge weekend of college football. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to the college football weekend. There are a bunch of big games, some rivalry games, and some games with some playoff implications. Appreciate you not giving me a hard time about uh, my favorite basketball team, the Indiana Hoosiers. Oh, you know, I, I, I thought about that, but Fort you know Wayne what? I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not built. That way, I, I did see that. I was very, really? very surprised. Yeah, I had a, I had a buddy with a team that knows uh, that I'm a fan. It was I was he was just texting me updates. I'm like, okay, I got, I got it, I got, I got it. Okay, we've got uh, three big games here. Day, uh, Thanksgiving Day games here. Vikings, Lions. The first one here, Buck. Who do you like and why? I like the Detroit Lions. I like the Detroit Lions because I believe they have the hottest quarterback in football playing at the highest level. Uh, Matthew Stafford has been outstanding and. What I really like about what he's done is he's really using all of the weapons at his disposal. This is a guy that is playing without the benefit of a running game, but yet he's still finding a way to be productive, even though teams are loaded up to stop the pass, finding a way to get the ball to Golden Tate. Eric Ebron has been a factor using theoretic out the backfield. Marvin Jones early in the season was a huge difference maker, and they still have the steady veteran Anquan Bolden. I love the Vikings' defense, and I know they can create problems and chaos. But I just think they're running up against a quarterback right now that has all the answers. I'm looking forward to seeing the Lions put some put some work in on Thanksgiving. Here's the deal with Minnesota. Uh, yeah, I, I love the defense as well, Bucky, and the special teams have been fantastic. I just don't think you can do what you did last week and rely on that. We're going to get a defensive touchdown. You're going to get a touchdown in the return game from Cordero Patterson. They have to find other ways to score. They're the worst offense in the NFL right now. They cannot run the ball. So you're one-dimensional. Your offensive line can't hold up in pass protection against that, that crew that Detroit can throw at you. So I don't think it's a good matchup. I, I understand that the Vikings have had the better of this team for the last couple of years, but this is a different team, and I think the Lions, where they're at right now, I, offensively it sounds weird. As good as Stafford's playing, I think they need to be conservative. Don't, don't be over-aggressive. Don't you, don't turn, think, you don't think they should go after it? Well, I just don't think so. I don't think you have to score a lot of points to win this game. Don't turn it over. Don't give Minnesota short fields. Don't give them a defensive touchdown. So, uh, look, Matthew Stafford is as aggressive as anybody. I don't want to totally take that away from him. But just just tone it down a little bit in this one. You don't have to score. You score 17 points. If you don't let their defense or kicking game score, you're going to win. It's funny. I wrote down 20 because I think 20 is the magic number. First team to get 20 is going That's to it. win. And based on the history, we've seen that Minnesota has a tough time getting to 20 unless you give them an opportunity in the kicking game or they're able to pick up a fumble or pick off a pass and score. 
I'm the Detroit Lions. I want to come out fast. I want to make sure that we can uh, find a way to make Minnesota play from behind. But it is that delicate balance that you have to do with Matthew Stafford where you don't want to necessarily rein him in and take away from his game. But you just tell him, like, look, we don't need to take any unnecessary chances because we don't think the guy on the other side can lead them to enough points to beat us. All right, uh, side note here. I've been uh, gluten-free for two months, Buck, and I told my wife, screw it, I'm going all in on Thanksgiving. Going all in on Thanksgiving? In. And she, just wrote, she just wrote me back and said, I just bought all this gluten-free stuff. <laughs> so I don't know. what I, 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 This is big plans. i got to get this. This is something i got to do once we finish it. <laughs> am I going to eat gluten or am I not eating gluten? This is the kind of stuff i got to deal with here. Uh, all right, Buck, next game here, uh, Redskins. Cowboys. This is a great matchup. The, the Redskins are hot right now. I know everybody knows what the Cowboys have been doing. Man, this is a great matchup. Two quarterbacks playing at a high level. Kirk Cousins, how you like me now? Yeah, has has really made a statement of late. Is that cool, he's been, cool Modi. Cool Modi. Nice. He, he's been. I didn't think I had that club. In my he's back. been on fire. He's been on fire. And what I like about the Redskins, they really have changed their offense to create opportunities for him. When you look at this game on Thursday, pay attention to the amount of one-back sets they run, the number of tight ends that they tried on the field with Vernon Davis and Jordan Reed and other guys tried in because Robert Kelly has given them the threat of the run. That has allowed Kerr to really use the bootleg and play-action game to attack. And this is a stand-up game, I think, for the Dallas Cowboys' defense. We've talked so much about their offense and their offense being able to kind of compensate for a poor defense. This defense is going to have to stand up because if they don't stand up against Kirk Cousins, they will run them out of their own building. I'm excited to see how this plays out. All right, real quick before I get to this, I'm going to go way off the subject here. Kirk is one of those guys. I think even Deshaun Jackson has called him Kurt before. Mm-hmm. So my uh, my wife, her sister, so my sister-in-law had a boyfriend uh, when when she was younger, and nobody knew if his name was Kirk or Kurt. Uh huh. So he would walk in, and they would just go, "Hey, Kurt, hey, Kurt, yeah, Kurt, hey, Kurt." Yeah. <laughs> people, I still Kirk Cousins is playing like a top twelve quarterback, and you know, it's a lot of people out there. Call I hear him called Kurt all the time. It's, it's uh, funny. Anyways, he's doing his thing. I, I think this is a great game. I think. Uh, Callahan, offensive line coach for the Redskins, could be key in this game. They can get some balance like they've had in the run game. If they're a balanced team, I think they can go in there and beat the Cowboys because Dallas and that offensive line, the way they push people around, it seems like the divisional teams. We saw Philadelphia play really good against them. They they know them so well, but They know them so well. They know the personnel. I think that matters. They, know, that they matters. know the personnel so well. They're not intimidated or awestruck by the offensive line. And really, I think this is a team that are almost like kissing cousins in terms of the way they're constructed, the way they're built. The only difference between the Cowboys on offense and the Redskins, we would say that Ezekiel Elliott is probably a superior back to anybody that the Redskins yeah. can try it out. But offensive line-wise, they can go toe-to-toe. Skill players, perimeter players – I mean, Washington may even have the edge in that. It's going to come down to the play of the quarterbacks. We saw Kurt play lights out on Sunday night against the Green Bay Packers. Can he do the same against the against the Dallas Cowboys? If he does so on a national stage, once again, it puts the pressure on the front office to make a decision about him being a franchise quarterback. I just want to see what his next catchphrase is going to be. Uh, I think the Redskins could end up winning this game. Might be a little bit of an upset. You know, I'm kind of leaning towards the Redskins because – these games, these divisional games, marquee matchup, it's a chance for them to not only close the gap, but to also make a statement about their own playoff future. All right, Steelers at the Colts. Looks like Andrew Luck 50-50 at best. I, I'm going to say he does not play in this game, Buck. Uh, Scott like? Tolzien. Yeah, Scott Tolzien. That's I mean, a come tough on, one. man. You got to like Scott Tolzien versus Big Ben. Yeah, it's tough. Uh, look, I, I think Big Ben is – it will kind of expose the secondary a little bit. 
Uh, I think that's the difference in the game. I don't think they match up very well on the outside against them. If it's Andrew Luck, I think this is a heck of a shootout, and I probably would even lean towards the Colts. But uh, I'm going to go with the Steelers on the road in this one, Buck. Yeah, I like the Steelers on the road in this one. Offensively, they have too much firepower. Lev Bill being able to be a problem as a runner. Antonio Brown and the rest of the weapons. I just don't know if the Colts can hold up. They like to play man-to-man. They like to try and challenge people at the line. I just don't know if they're good enough to do that. And I know Eric Walden has been kind of a fine in terms of a pass rusher. I just don't know if they have enough people to get Ben Roethlisberger off the spot. I'm going to go with the Steelers in this one. I like I think, I think like the Steelers on Thanksgiving. Day. All right, we got to jump into these college games. Again, I said this is going to be an abbreviated uh, episode. It's going to be mm-hmm. quick here. Let's do it. Uh, man, I am so bad picking these games, Bucky. I didn't think I could get worse. I have. I found a way to get worse at picking college games. It's just been atrocious. Um, but fair. I'm so far behind. This is the problem. It's like you're, you're behind in a real game, and you end up chasing points. and you Shooting make threes. Picks. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. You're shooting I'm, threes. I'm crossing half court, and the ball is going up. Uh, our two-point game, Michigan-Ohio State, it doesn't get any bigger than that. It doesn't get any bigger than that, but I'm going to be a contrarian. I'm going to go with go blue. Let's go with Michigan in this one. Again, um, I like – oh, man, if if you got a healthy quarterback that we saw earlier in the year, I think I might go Michigan. Ah, screw it. I'm going Michigan anyways. I'll, I'll take Michigan. It's a personal I'll, game. I'll, I'll take my loss. Sully and, and Kent both wisely went Ohio State at home. Uh, LSU at Texas A&M. I'm really upset at LSU by the way they finished that game against Florida. That was a game they should have won. I had them pick to win. I'm going to go with LSU again. <sighs> I just – All right, I'm going to go I'm gonna go A&M at home. Uh, this is a big game for A&M. I mean, they've fallen out of the top 25 um, – Kevin Sumlin didn't he? Just. Yeah, he started out so hot. And remember, before the season was some, is Kevin Sumlin in trouble? And then they they start out so hot, and now they've really kind of stumbled down the stretch. I think they get a big win here at home. Uh, I think they win this on Thanksgiving night against LSU. LSU's offense just doesn't inspire me very much. Uh, Washington, Washington State, the Apple Cup. <laughs> this is a tough one. Everything in me says Washington State, just because it is the Apple Cup, and it would throw college football into a tizzy. Let's go with let's go with the Palouse. You're gonna go Washington State? Let's go with the I'll go Washington. I'm gonna say Washington gets a chance. And I know Washington State looked bad against Colorado. I think they bounce back. I think they're gonna see a better defense in Washington than they saw against Colorado. I think they struggle. But uh it'd be fun. That's gonna be a really good game. Toledo Toledo at Western Michigan. We've got Western Michigan, Western Michigan. Toledo nine and two though right now. Toledo is playing well. I'm gonna go with Western Michigan. I need Corey Davis to have a big game. Look for PJ Fleck to get the guys inspired. Did you see the, uh, the little feature on him the other I did. Day? I did. He wears nice custom suits. Yeah, they he, must pay well up there in Kalamazoo. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm doing that it. nice house, too. I'm doing the suit game wrong then because my jacket comes out a lot longer than that. Yeah, it's so nice. I'm, I Showing gotta, off his guns and yeah, everything. i got to fix that, apparently. All right, we got the Iron Bowl, Auburn, Alabama. Come Kent, on, Kent's got Bama. Sully's got Bama. I'm going to go with Bama on this. Yeah, I'm going to go Bama big. Uh, Michigan State, Penn State. Michigan State, 3-8. and eight. Can they pull the upset? I think they might have put everything into last week. Didn't didn't finish it. They put everything in it, but what I liked about them, they were physical. Let's go with Michigan State in this. Let's go with Ooh, going with the upset. Let's go with I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go Penn State at home. I don't. Well, think you really great. believe in Penn State like that? No, but I don't think Penn State's that good. But I have Michigan State three and eight. I can't I, do it. I mean, uh, Minnesota, Wisconsin. I go with Wisconsin. Everybody's going Wisconsin. I so want to pick Minnesota, but I just don't have the courage to do it. I'm gonna go Wisconsin. Their defense. Notre Dame, USC, Bucky, I'm four go and seven. The Fighting Irish, four and seven. Then he had a scandal come out this week. Brian Kelly's trying to figure it out, trying to keep everybody together. I think then a tailspin. Let's go with USC. Yeah, I'm gonna go USC as well. Deshaun Kaiser, though, in my opinion, playing pretty well. It's not his fault. They're a four and seven football team. Florida, Florida State, Florida coming off a big win. 
Sully and Kent not buying it. They both go Florida State. I'm going to go with Florida State. I didn't like McElwain's press conference afterwards. It was a little weird. Oh, are you going to be there? No. I, no, isn't that no? But isn't that what he said in the press conference? Yeah, dude, it was, it was just just weird. I think just we just weird. won the. I think we just won God, the East. Heck, heck, guys! I think we just. Yeah, I'm. I, I need yeah, because of the speech, right. because you didn't like his speech, I'll go Florida State. <laughs> uh, this is a big one if you're a USC fan. Uh, this will decide the Pac-12 South. Utah wins. USC goes to the Pac-12 championship. Colorado wins. They punch their ticket to go to the Pac-12 championship. Who do you like? We've got Kent and Selly both going with Colorado at home. Go Utes. I'm going Utah. I think Utah is a physical team. I actually think they're a better team. Again, I I say this every week. I've given up hope trying to win, Bucky. You're just trying to catch me. I'm just trying to catch you. I think you did so well last week. I did. Had a nine and two. Nine and two. I was like try not over. I try not overthink it. I try not overthink it. So I'm now. Now I'm doing reverse psychology. I'm no, no, I'm going with you. I'm going to go Utes. I'm going Utes on the road to, to win it and uh, and put USC in the title game. So those are our college picks. Before we get out of here, Buck, quick quick uh, college coaching question here. We got a couple minutes. Um, the jobs that that could potentially open up and the domino effect that mm-hmm. could take place. So let's roll through it here. We've got Texas. Just, Texas is going to be open. Okay, that they've handled it weird, but that's going to be open. LSU. I don't think they hire Ed Orgeron. So those are the two big things. So you think about just those two jobs and what the trickle-down effect could be. Okay, let's say Texas, um, Texas hires Tom Herman. Tom. Well, everybody's saying Tom Herman. What if Tom Herman says, you know, I'm good. Let's go a different route because I think this would be interesting. Let's say uh, Texas hires. Uh, let's give him your guy. Let's give him uh, Fedora. Texas. They, they, Fedora. He has some. He has some uh, Texas ties. Oh, they need an goodness. offensive guy. So let's just do that for fun. LSU gets Jimbo Fisher, okay? Now think about the dominoes that fall out. Now you've got UNC needs to hire a coach, and Florida State needs to hire a coach. Well, So now it's like, okay. UNC now, will probably hire Gene Chizik because he's already there. You think they would just bump him up? Bump him up. He's decoordinated. That's when the dominoes are no longer fun. <laughs> I was trying to see how, someone else? how deep it could go. Oh, okay. Who else would be in the mix there? Maybe your guy from App State goes to North Carolina? I would be. Ha- coach Satterfield's a great coach. I, I would be bummed to so? see him leave App State, but he'd be a great fit there. But Florida State, where would they go? Tom Herman could go there, right? So Herman could go to – Herman passes on Texas and then goes to Florida State? Why not? But he's got ties in Texas. He doesn't have Florida ties. He's a California guy. I don't even know why he needs to leave Houston, to be honest. I know Houston said they're going to pony up. I mean, but when I look at this situation, here, here's the deal. You're playing in Houston. You have an opportunity to win that conference every year. Yeah, but you've got to go undefeated to get in the playoff. That's fine. You're he's already at Houston. He's already snatched up Oklahoma. He took down Florida State a year ago. Navy. He beat Louisville. Who's I mean, SMU. Yeah, like by losses. You own you own that conference. You're always in the mix. You schedule heavy out of conference. He's already put the infrastructure to really have a nice recruiting base. And to, look, Houston has quietly won from Art Browse to Kevin Sumley to him. Oh, ba- he gets ba- some, speaking of which, Baylor's another job. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I like the Houston job. Like, so you you're trying to equate if you were uh, if you're going to equate Houston's football program, would you say Gonzaga for basketball? Nice. Yeah. Like Mark, you oh, never left. Team. Those other guys that left didn't didn't fare so well. Yeah, Arjuna got in my Dan, head. Dan Oregon, Oregon, Oregon. Oh, Oregon will have opening. I see what you're saying. I thought you were saying yeah. Oregon's like Gonzaga. I'm like Oregon's not Gonzaga. Yeah, I forgot. Totally forgot about Oregon. But didn't Oregon just get a big win? Yeah, but that's I don't think that's gonna be enough. I don't think it'll be enough. So well, who yeah. goes there though? Like I'm trying to figure out. Like so, you I've already got guy. my guy. I've already told you who their guy is. Ooh. Who makes perfect sense? Oregon, 
Flash uniforms, win the day, slogans. PJ Fleck. PJ Fleck. Is he a West Coast guy? No, it doesn't matter. He's a he's a he, offensive guy. Get that PJ get that Fleck? whole thing cranked up. He's Oregon is a slogan. He okay. is the he is a perfect slogan guy. He's a perfect fit. Okay, Purdue. They're saying Les Miles goes there, huh? With maybe Steve Sarkeesian as his coordinator. All kinds of rumors flying around. It's going to be fun to how watch. How about that, huh? Um, Baylor. Yeah. yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Man, how about Lane Kiffin to Oregon? That would be fun. Uh, that would not? be. That would be. Why not? I've got. I've got. Yeah. How about Ed Orgeron's final pitch? I've told you this theory. His final pitch to LSU. What? Don't go hire an offensive guru. No, no, no. I work with Lane Kiffin at two different places. We're tight. I know I'm not only going to bring in a good offensive mind, I'm going to take him from our biggest rival. You give me the head job, I bring over Lane Kiffin from Alabama, and we go roll. I got all these recruits lined up already. I can recruit my butt off, and we just stole the offensive coordinator from Alabama. Man, why would Lane Kiffin leave? Uh, apparently we got to go. Um, all right, Buck, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to you too. Hope you enjoy. You're going to be able to go back home? I am trying to sneak back to North Carolina for a little bit, but a surprise. All right, all right. Keep that on. Don't tell anybody, everybody. If you're on Periscope listening right now, don't 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 say anything. All right, that's going to do it for us. Thanks for uh, checking out our abbreviated uh, pre-Thanksgiving Day Move to Six episode. We'll be back next week to recap all the NFL action as well as recap, hopefully, a fantastic weekend of college football. Happy Thanksgiving to you and yours, and we'll see you next week. Thanks for downloading Move the Sticks with Daniel Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks. For more, go to nfl.com slash podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.